are glad you could join us today for the Concepts of Faith broadcast. This program is dedicated to teach you how to put the Word of God to work so that it will make a positive difference in the everyday circumstances of your life. And now, here's Charles Caps. Now let's go to Psalm 91. Read 7 and 8 together. A thousand may fall by thy side, ten thousand in right hand, but it shall not come nigh thee. Only with thine eyes shall thou behold and see the reward of the wicked. And they said, you will behold some of these things with the eye, but they won't happen to you. Everybody said, well, that's what everybody thinks is going to happen to somebody else. I'm going by what the Word said. I'm not going by what happened to someone else. Now, that's one of the problems in the body of Christ all these years and in the church world. That's the reason that the message of the gospel has been watered down until there's denomination today that don't believe in healing, they don't believe in the baptism of the Holy Spirit, and in the beginning they all believed it and talked in tongues. But because of somebody's experience, they started leaving out some of it. Well, it's not always God's will to heal because brother so-and-so didn't get his healing, so they start preaching it that way. They base their faith then on experience instead of the Word of God, and that is dangerous. It's always dangerous. It's nearly always wrong to ever believe things just because of experience. See, experience is not the thing that you want to base your faith on. You base your faith on the Word of God. Now, you can learn some things from experience, but don't base your faith on it. Now, watch this. Only with thine eyes shall thou behold and see the reward of the wicked, because thou hast made the Lord, which is my refuge, even the Most High thy habitation. There shall no evil befall thee, neither shall any plague come nigh thy dwelling. Well, thank God that's what the Word of God said about me. Now, for me to think any other way than this way about it would be wrong for me. So I confess this, no evil shall befall me, neither shall any plague come nigh my dwelling. Now what am I doing? I'm getting my thinking lined up with God's thinking. This is the way God thinks. This is what God said about me. Somebody said, well, now that was written all these thousands of years ago. How could that mean you? (laughs) Well, because this word is just as fresh today as it was then. Because thou hast made the Lord, which is my refuge, even the most high thy habitation. See, you're going to have to make the Lord your habitation. There shall no evil befall thee, neither shall any plague come nigh thy dwelling, for he shall give his angels charge over thee to keep thee in all thy ways. How many of them? All of them. They shall bear thee up in their hands, lest thou dash thy foot against a stone. Now that's what he said the angels would do for you. Their ministering spirits sent forth to minister for them are us who are heirs of salvation. Well, thank God they will minister for us. But we're going to have to believe it. Now, this won't happen to you, folks, just because it's in the Bible. It happens to you when you speak it, you quote it, you get the faith of God in your heart, and you activate the promise by thinking and talking like God talks. I've had people to just get upset at me. I had one individual, one minister to say, because I said, I'm the righteousness of God in Christ and confessing all the Word of God. He said, you must think you're divine. Do you think you're divine? I said, well, no, but I'm a joint heir with Jesus. I'm a partaker of the divine nature, see. Verse 13, Thou shalt tread on the lion and adder, the young lion and the dragon, shall thou trample under feet. Because he has set his love upon me, therefore will I deliver him. Now, here it turns 
over to where God is saying this back, you see, to David. Because he set his love, because you've set your love upon me, therefore will I deliver you, and I will set you on high, because you have known my name. What does that mean to know his name? See, there are seven different names of God. See, there's Jehovah Jireh, the Lord that provides. Jehovah Rapha, the Lord that healeth thee. Now, you see, some people don't know that there is a Jehovah Rapha. They don't know that there's healing today. Then, you see, they can't enter into that because they don't have the knowledge of it. See, you can't believe any further than you have knowledge. It's important that you know how God thinks. And it's important that you think the way God thinks. He said, He does this because He hath known my name. He shall call upon me and I will answer him. Well, somebody said, I called on the Lord and He sure didn't answer me. How many times have you said that? How long have you been saying that? Some of you have been saying it 20 years. You got what you said, didn't you? He shall call upon me and I will answer him. I will be with him in trouble. I will deliver him. Now a certain individual said, God never promised to deliver us out of trouble. Well, sure looks like he did here. He said, I'll be with him in trouble and I will deliver him and honor him. With long life will I satisfy him and I will show him my salvation. Now see, that doesn't mean that you're not going to have any troubles in life. Certainly there are going to be troubles come your way. But you see, by the thinking like God thinks, believing like God believes, and talking like God talks, then you can overcome a lot of these things, and you can miss a lot of these problems, and God will be with you if you find yourself in trouble, and He is there to deliver you. He didn't come there to just stay there and wallow in the trouble with you. He's there to deliver you from the trouble. But you see, it's like one of the other sessions we talked about. You have to recover yourself out of the snare of the devil. It's not going to happen to you just because it's in the Bible. With long life, I will satisfy him and will show him my salvation. Well, it's like someone said, you live about 80, 85 years and see if you're satisfied. If you're not, just live another 15 years. <laughs> because he said, he'll satisfy you with long life. It's not the things that happen to you in life that cause you to be defeated in life. It's what you think about what happens to you. You find an individual that thinks that there's somebody up in heaven that's not liking them. You think God's against them in life. Always having pity parties. Every time they're in trouble, instead of getting in faith and acting on the Word of God, they're over in a corner somewhere crying and feeling sorry for themselves. But the Word of God will bring you out of that if you'll do as James said, operate in the perfect law of liberty. Then he said, you'll be blessed in your deeds. Now there are many people that are deceived by the enemy. In 2 Corinthians, the 11th chapter, verse 14, the Apostle Paul says Satan himself is transformed into an angel of light at times. Now I heard of an individual that had a certain disease and they prayed and he had a visitation of supposedly an angel. I guess it's very possible it was an angel, but if it was, it was a fallen angel. <laughs> but had an appearance that came to him in the nighttime and had on a glittering, gleaming garment, and he just assumed that it was an angel from the Lord. 
and said to him that he had this certain disease and it was God's will for him to die with this disease and that God wouldn't heal him. And so this individual just simply swallowed it hook, line, and sinker, as the old saying goes. Just believed it because he had a supernatural experience now. Now, see, there's no doubt that the fellow had a supernatural experience. But now let me tell you something. Everything that's supernatural is not of God. And that's what the Apostle Paul was saying here to the church at Corinth. He says that even the devil himself is transformed at times into an angel of light. Now, here's an angel, supposed angel, that appeared to this man and told him something that did not agree with the Word of God. See, the Word says, By his stripes you were healed. And it says, All things, whatsoever you ask in prayer, believing you shall receive. Now, if the man would pray the prayer of faith, if he get the Word of God in his heart, then it was the will of God for him to be healed. It might have been something that he might need straightened out in his life. But you see, what that supposed angel said to him did not agree with the Scriptures. But now, see, because he believed that, because the man just simply didn't think like God thinks, then he believed it. Now, there was an individual that was mightily used of God that went to pray for the individual laid hands on him, had a marvelous ministry in divine healing, prayed for the individual, and the fellow didn't receive his healing, of course, because he believed that it was God's will for him to die with that disease. Well, he did die with the disease, but it wasn't because it's the will of God, it was because that he was deceived by the enemy. So we need to learn how to judge these things according to the Word of God and according to the Scripture. Now, there's always people that will bring up the Job syndrome and say, well, you know, Job, what God did to Job. Someone makes a statement that, well, you know, Job said, the Lord giveth and the Lord taketh away. Blessed be the name of the Lord. So they try to infer that God afflicted Job and caused him all this sickness and all the balls and things. But you see, if you read the first chapter of Job, you find out that it was the devil that did it. And Job got into that situation by getting over in fear because in the third chapter he said, The thing I've greatly feared has come upon me. The thing I was afraid of has come unto me. Now somebody said, Yes, but you see, the Bible says in the first chapter of Job, about the last verse there, it said, In all this Job did not sin or charge God foolishly. So it must have been true what Job said. But now wait a minute. Let's just think about it for a minute. Job said what he thought. See, he thought it was the Lord that took it away from him. But now, see, if you read the Bible, you find out it was not. Now, Job couldn't read the first chapter of Job. I think we fail to realize that sometimes. We can read it, and he couldn't. But Job did not charge God foolishly. He really believed what he said. But what he said was not true. What he said was what he believed. But what he believed was not true. God bless you. We do appreciate you joining us for the Concepts of Faith broadcast today. Now, before I leave the broadcast, I want to remind you that all this week we have a CD offer, number 7311, Authority and the Anointing. Three CDs for $22 plus $5 postage and handling, a total of $27. Now, this series will give you insight into the authority that Jesus operated in on the earth and how that you have authority on this planet, 
And if you understand that authority and the anointing that comes from Jesus, then you can do the things that Jesus did. Now, not to the level that Jesus did. He was more highly developed, as far as I know, in operating in the authority and the anointing. But what we're talking about is in Mark, the 16th chapter, you remember Jesus said, He that believeth and is baptized shall be saved. He that believeth not shall be damned. And these signs shall follow them that believe. In my name they'll cast out devils or demons. They shall speak with new tongues. They shall take up serpents. If they drink any deadly thing, it shall not hurt them. They shall lay hands on the sick, and they shall recover. Now, I want you to notice that he didn't say that only preachers would do this. He said believers would do it. So he gave us authority to use his name. In my name, you'll cast out demons. In my name, you'll lay hands on the sick, and they shall recover. Now, it didn't say we'd have to recover them. You have to understand that Jesus gave us authority to use his name. Now, when Jesus was here on earth, he healed the sick, cast out demons, raised the dead, and so on. He had the authority of a man and the anointing from God. That's offer number 7311 for a total of $27. We have a toll-free order line, 1-877-396-9400. Until tomorrow, this is Charles Kemp reminding you that the enemy is defeated, God is exalted, and Jesus is coming soon. To order the product offered today, call 1-877-396-9400 or write Charles Caps, P.O. Box 69, England, Arkansas, 72046. A complete list of CDs, books, and DVDs are available online at charlescaps.com. Through the website, you can listen to this radio program again and subscribe to our podcast. This broadcast is sponsored by Charles Capps Ministries and our listeners in this area. Word is working.